Man, I had a great joke for the beginning of the show. Gone. Just like that. Phew, gone. My jokes have been pretty weak at the beginning, too. I look like I'm from Miami Vice. Yo. Remember, you gotta head over to the podcast and listen to the song. Today's show's gonna be quick. We're gonna wrap this one right on up. Kasabian, Kasabian Lavo One. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo, and we're having another uh, fun-filled technical difficulty day. So I was in meetings all day. That's why I'm all snazzy. I know y'all don't see this part of me, but I think I might have to start dressing like this. And um, yeah, it just—I don't feel comfortable being dressed up like this. But I am providing a service, so however I can provide this service best. And this is just for the visual people. Shout out to my podcast listeners, the most amazing listeners in the world. My favorite. Um, you guys are are phenomenal. Biggie's dog on Netflix. Sorry, guys. I'm talking to my podcast fans right now. Please hold chat. You guys are dope. Um, you guys love Apple Podcasts, so make sure and check out Xavier Lavo's show at Apple Podcasts. We're everywhere. We're on Spotify. We're on fucking Amazon. Um, you can catch us live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Head over to YouTube, Saving Lavo TV. Check out the clips. We got clips now. Like, it's fucking dope. And I can't wait to put up more clips. Um, shout out to all the viewers. You guys are dope. I appreciate y'all in the, in the chat. Um, today we will be talking shows. So, uh, P, I'm going to keep that in mind because I watched Snowfall. And I'm fucking blown away. Can we just... Snowfall is something... Yeah, Snowfall is dope. I'm glad Snowfall is a thing. Stop trying to compare fucking that St. Patrick boy to uh, Franklin. Franklin is a real person. Like, it's loosely based on some shit that really happened. So stop comparing this fake character to some person that's supposed to be really popping. Actor-wise, I think they both do great. Let's cut that shit out. Um, Let's just get the Trump out the way. Trump was at CPAC. He was speaking at CPAC, and he's Trump. Like, he still got it. The boy came out crushed. Um, you know, he laid out some fundamental things that he wants to see with the Republican Party. Um, I still am a firm believer that the Republican Party is going to need a huge overhaul. They need a remarketing brand. They need a fresh start. And hopefully they can come up with something. Um, I'm standing where I stand. I'm a conservative. But um, I can't deal with a party that doesn't get shit done. So if they don't get shit done, I'm going to keep the same energy. Uh, the Biden administration is completely, completely shitting the bed out here and we're going to watch them fall apart little by little, but nonetheless, uh, Trump spoke, he, he was out there crushing, you know, first things first, he had to send out a shout out to, to his boy, Rush Limbaugh. I'm sorry. There was a frog in the fucking boom mic, man. 
uh tropic Thunder, if you didn't know um i was impressed that he still got the same like energy towards the crowd and the people it was actually uh, a little refreshing every time you see biden it looks like it's the fucking end of the world bro it's like so fucking depressing it really is he's slow talking you got that draw it's like yo you're the same he's older than trump right he's older and he talks oh no is trump older i don't yo either way trump looks fucking great out there he's doing his thing um i think they're gonna try to back him again which is weird but we'll see what happens with that again it was a great great uh speech he gave hopefully he riles them up and keeps them together um just keep that constitution intact and let's uh let's get this country back on track but the way things are moving right now it's a little tough um it's not gonna be the brightest of shows just gonna keep it 100 but i mean let me brighten things up whack 100 Black 100 has become the big homie that we didn't know that we needed. Like, he's like the hip-hop homie that honestly should have been around a little bit longer. But Clubhouse has helped and and other situations that are going on. But hear me out. I am a huge uh, proponent of big homies. I think a lot of young men need a bigger homie or a big homie in their life that isn't their father. Probably somebody from the streets. Somebody that's in the same genre of work. Somebody that's just nearby that's an OG that you respect and you could take advice from. All young men should have an OG. Uh, having a dad is is a fucking issue here in America, so it's kind of hard for me to say rely on your father, but you should. Uh, there's a lot of young men that I always complain about, and I say, God, I can tell you, you didn't have a daddy in your life. I can tell. So when I say you need an OG, if you have a daddy, your daddy should be your OG. Now, if your daddy's a sucker, go find an OG. Um... I understand that the not everybody is a part of the hood culture, gangster culture, or or um, you know a minority that came up the way we came up. In other instances, you would consider this person a mentor or somebody you would go to for counsel. You know, a lot of my counsel I do in my head, and I have my barber who keeps me very in tune to where I'm from, and I have other people that I speak to that I love to bounce ideas off of, and you know, get their feedback and perspective on things. Um, Trump was on CPAC. It's the conservative pack movement of some sorts. Um, anyway, back to the big homie thing. Wack 100 has been on Clubhouse. He's been on IG, Twitter. He's all over the place right now. He went at Meek because he said, you know, 6 9 was winning, which was facts. 6 9 kind of dusted Meek. Uh, then he he went at my son. I don't know what happened between him and my son, but they started popping off at each other. And then I'm looking like, damn. Is 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 Wack really the big homie that we just didn't know that we needed? Because he's actually spitting some real shit. It's not like he's saying anything negative about these guys. He's just telling them about themselves. Like my son went to jail for snitching for uh, not snitching. Excuse me, I did not say that. Let me take that back. My son went to jail for beating up a cab driver. Wack said that was some dope fiend shit. I fucking died in my chair. Okay, that shit's hilarious. Uh, the shit with Meek Mills. Yes, that was some pussy ass shit. He called him out like we know his background. We know his jacket. We've seen what he does. He's done it on camera many times. And yeah, I look like I'm out of fucking Miami Vice. I understand. But I'm being serious right now. You need a big homie like Wack that's going to tell you when you're doing hoe shit. You can't get mad at him when he calls you out on your hoe shit. He's that that's his job as a big homie. Let me put you in your place without embarrassing you. Right. There's a documentary right now called Hip Hop Undercover or Hip Hop Uncovered. Excuse me. It's on Hulu off of FX. It's got Big U. It's got Deb. 
Um, uh, shit, it's got a couple people. I'm drawing a blank right now. I didn't even want to talk about it, but it ties into the WAG 100 thing. Those are OGs in, in, in not only the street game, but in the music game. So they've seen a lot. They've done a lot. When you hear those people speak, you should really pay attention to what they're saying because they're giving you guidance with every story. This is why we need OGs. They've been there before us. Like the goal isn't to work harder, it's to work smarter. Yeah, the first rappers that came into music made a couple thousand dollars. The second wave made a couple hundred thousand dollars. The third wave made millions. The fourth wave made multi-millions. We have billionaires in hip-hop today. It's only been 40 years. Like, that's a real thing. We've been easier and easier off the backs of those that came before us. But how many Joe Buttons do we have? How many Jay-Zs do we have that tell us these stories about ownership or tell us, you know, the their different struggles that they went through in the industry? Shit, myself, I went, I was signed, went independent, got signed again, and I'm back to independent. Well, I'm still signed. I got two fucking albums. But I can help a, a newer artist coming into the game, understanding publishing, understanding distribution, what are points on your songs, understanding how to sell their music in different fashions that you can capitalize in your licensing um, shit, mechanicals. There's so many different things that I could teach a new artist that I was taught, you know, like I got put on to publishing through a producer, through a Tupac's producer, the dude that produced Hail Mary um, sitting in the studio, bro. We were just talking. He put me on to it fucking jumped into it and that made me a large fucking chunk of money and that was just from a conversation with an og this guy's telling me he was in the studio making that beat pop walked in and just took it pop excuse me and just went crazy on it he was like yeah i never met nobody like that you know and then the conversation led to me getting into fucking publishing like writing music for people is where the money's at like these are things that i can teach a new artist um and i i i, I would rather somebody call me an og than me call myself an OG, but shit, if you don't have an OG, you need to start looking around and get you one. What Wack 100 is doing is just calling out bullshit that should be called out. And you know what? You got to respect it. Like I said, you've seen his jacket. We've seen what he does, and it just seems like he's become the OG that we never had. Um, pay attention to to the real people in hip-hop. There's very few of them, um, but do pay attention to what they're doing. And yeah, I mean, shit. Get a mentor or whatever the fuck they teach you at the Boys and Girls Club. I don't fucking know. All I know is that I came up with some real motherfuckers that kept me in my place and told me what sucker shit was and what hoe shit was and it kept me, you know, in line to being a man. Like, first and foremost, as a gangster, you a man. You got to stand for something to have to have morals. I was taught what those morals were and I was in and, and shit. It's, it's basic shit, man. It's real basic shit. Respect over everything. Like, you got to respect me. I'm going to respect you as much as you respect me. You know what I'm saying? We're going to exchange energy. That type of shit, it goes a long way. Just respect alone goes a long fucking way. Don't play with me, I ain't gonna play with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, some people don't have that that you know older person that can just hey, don't do that. Pull back. It's it's a necessary evil. Trust me, it really is. And Wack 100 honestly just seems like he stepped in there and just kind of took the reins. Uh, you know, <sighs> this one hurts. Just say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. El Chapo's wife is going into Whitsack. And she's turning? I don't even understand. I don't know what to say. 
just a week ago. That was like probably one of the most stand-up women besides my wife and my grandmother that I ever seen. I can't believe she snitched. I hope it's a plan. I hope something's going on. They're really going to put Ochapo's wife in Whitsack. That's crazy. I don't even know if I believe it. I wonder if they're doing that just to air him out, trying to see if they'll get him to crack and see if he'll say some shit. My grandfather always told me you ain't never heard of a real gangster story because the real ones, they never got caught. The stories don't get told. The only stories you hear are the ones that get caught a snitch. Please don't snitch on Chapo. Don't do that shit, dog. Just stand up one time for us, man. Be like Bobby. Be like Bobby. That should be a fucking T-shirt. Um, please don't, don't, don't snitch. Like, y'all got to cut that shit out. Now, a couple weeks ago, we talked about T.I. and Tiny and the allegations of their sexual misconduct. Now, this kind of touches near and dear in, in one fashion, and that's that me and my wife bring over women. And uh, we're poly, and we like having girlfriends. Um, we don't really do the one-night stand thing. It's not good to just bring people in your bed and bring them out. Uh, it should be understood by now that when you transfer energy with the wrong person it could really cause issues right and and when when uh you hear these stories of misconduct or rape or drugs uh being used and and uh abuse that type of shit scares the fuck out of me like that's crazy because like when we meet women like we are friends like we don't want no randos in here, right? Like, we kind of um, have a relationship. I know it sounds weird, but um, that's one part of my, you know, like, my life. I'm not going to change. Like, we need to be on a certain level. Like, I'm not into fucking no ragdolls. I don't do no drunk or drug sex. Like, that shit's corny. So, the idea that they were, like, feeding drugs to these women and and making them do drugs fucks me up. Like, that whole shit, bro... The allegations are nasty. Um, that's where Wack really came in. He posted the allegations of what was going on, and it, it's fucking fucked up. One of the girls says she had a foot in her pussy. Like, I have daughters, and if my daughters want to be in this lifestyle, I am not to judge. But I'm gonna be goddamned if you feeding my fucking, you know, if, if you feeding women drugs to fuck them. Like that's weird to me. Like I'm not into that. That's where the big homies come in. You understand what I'm saying? You see how everything kind of ties in together. That's that's kind of how I structure these shows. I like to keep everything in one flow. And it, something's wrong. You know, like I'm I'm down for a good time. Like me and my wife love having beautiful women over. We gotta trust you. Bring you to my home. Like, we might meet out somewhere. We might go have dinner. We want to get to know you. That's for sure. I mean, I'm not just going to bring you in my bedroom. Like, let alone you're going to fuck my queen. I'm, I'm fucking you too. Like, this is a big deal. That's a big deal. You understand what I'm saying? Um, And I'm too old for bullshit. Like, honestly, we was just joking today, just talking. But damn, buying pussy sounds so refreshing when you have sh- when you hear shit like this. Like, let's just cut the bullshit. The small talk is so hard sometimes. Like, there's certain women we've brought over. And, you know, it's just not a good mix. And you kind of drag it out. Yeah, you fuck. You had a decent little time. And then stay, you got lingerers. You got ones that don't get it. There's a lot of instances where feelings can get hurt. And maybe it's not really understood what the situation is. That type of shit is what scares me about this situation. Because you make this shit look bad for a lot of people when you do nasty shit like this. You understand that you affect a lot of things. Like, uh... That's predatory behavior. That's um, 
fucking rapey, dude. That's fucking gross. Like the whole drugging and 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 forcing people to do drugs to be around you is fucking disgusting. Like I I really don't even comprehend how you get off on that. Like I like fuck faces. I want to hear you. I want to feel you. I'm trying to be in you. You know what I'm saying? Like watching two women together is the most beautiful shit ever. And if motherfuckers out here drugging people and and abusing women like that what that takes away from what it is man sex is supposed to be a a a, a beautiful thing a fun thing you know what i'm saying like you turning into a nightmare and that type of shit is fucking it's 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 mind-boggling bro like you don't even need to live like that like it's so much easier to just be honest like listen this is what we want to do this is where we're gonna go with it are you okay with this are you into this like yo you you like if this ain't something you do that's cool we ain't here to press like that's wild bro we want to yeah we gonna watch a movie we gonna eat dinner we might have some drinks we might smoke if you don't want to do that cool if you want to cool but i mean like to uh to take advantage of people just because of who you are your celebrity status i think one is disgusting and gross um to to take advantage of people in that situation because some people are honored by that gesture too like i've had a lot we've had a lot of women that would be like yo we lived the rock star life for a long time but there was a lot of women that was like oh shit you chose me like wow that's crazy like y'all want to bring me in dope i'm in it so with shit like that going on like y'all could see how there would be some like uh predatory behavior like oh you're starstruck i'm gonna take advantage of that bro i, I ain't never did that we ain't never did that that type, that type of shit is weird that is weird like that dominating daddy factor shit like i don't know i'm not into that weird shit like i guess not just fucking two chicks at a time is pretty much as crazy as it gets like all that other shit is for the birds the allegations are fucking crazy it's just it's hard to really imagine that to just be around him or them you would have to be high let that sink in. Like, what does that mean? Why? Why do you do that? Why, um... Damn, why the foot in the pussy? I have questions. Like, oh, speaking of questions, Oprah's talking to Meghan Merkel and um Harry Potter about why he left Narnia or some shit and why they're back in America and how come he's not going to be Prince no more, even though he would have never been Prince. Um why does oprah always do interviews on everybody else's channel doesn't she own her own channel it's called own it's the own network it's hers she has something with apple what the fuck are you doing on apple you got your own shit then she has this shit is on cnn or cbn what are you doing you have your own shit oh that is so weird i don't get that like you're as big as you are what the fuck are you doing on anybody else's platform I would be doing it like a own exclusive and then license it off. But what do I know, right? I'm just a regular degular YouTuber. I don't know shit, but you're Oprah. Are you fucking serious? Do it on your own network. Um, Back to the T.I. and Tiny thing. Yeah, it's gross. Not okay. Not cool. Uh, damn. It's If you read what these attorneys are alleging... Let me first say this too. Well, not first, but let me say this. Everybody's innocent until proven guilty. This shit is all allegations until they go to court and there's some type of proof. Now, I do not uh, victim shame, nor do I take away from the victim at all. Like, I'm not saying that this did not occur. I just don't know what occurred. Uh, I am not in no way accusing. I am not in no way. Um, uh. I ain't saying shit about this because this ain't none of my motherfucking business. Put that shit down. 
I ain't saying shit. That's why I don't like talking about this type of shit. It is gross. Like, bro, what is with the foot in the pussy thing? Like, what was your goal? Like, that's just abuse, dog. Like, chill. Like, I get it. It gets a little nasty. I'm not a foot dude. Maybe you are, but are you? What the fuck? Good. Good, 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 good. What else happened? What? Oprah, right? I mean, Oprah. Oprah owns fucking Facebook and she goes to Twitter. Like, it. What? what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Who do I talk to? Let me go through the chat real fast. The Biggie doc, I haven't seen it. I'll check it out. I mean, how many times are you going to watch the fucking Biggie story? I heard it was more about his childhood, though. Um, Snowfall is a phenomenal series. There's some OGs at my barber shop that are here in Vegas that um had some dealings with franklin and they know exactly who he is and that's fucking phenomenal i mean it's probably the dopest shit ever um trump spoke at cpac we touched on that he looked phenomenal that boy was on fire and who do i talk to i have ogs um i used to speak to my grandfather he's passed away now uh besides him i have my barber he's probably my closest og um a lot of counsel in my head and uh yeah, I know that might sound crazy, but sometimes you have to use uh, books and uh, take influence on by uh, by just watching videos and, and, and watching other people's moves. Sometimes you might not necessarily be able to reach the person who you look up to or you mentor to, but you can watch something or listen to something that they're saying and doing and you can use that and, and you know, take that advice. Like, uh, you know, Dave Ramsey, for one, is somebody that plays a huge role in, in a lot of my business doings. Um rush he's the reason why i'm a conservative he's the reason why i'm here so when i'm putting together different topics like I, we could have talked about what's going on with gas like i think that's fucking crazy that we're right back at having skyrocketing gas prices and nobody sees why um the democrats are backpedaling over most of the shit that they said they wanted to do you know we can talk about that the thing is that my goal as a conservative is to bring in a new audience that understands that there's big issues going on that we can approach and then there's little issues that aren't necessarily something we should worry about but um who else shit jay-z there's a video i watch of jay-z it's like a bunch of clips and i love watching it it's, it's powerful you know Jay-Z said, one, there was a line that I was probably 23 when I became a Jay-Z fan. There's a line he said, what I eat, don't, uh, what you eat don't make me shit. And I fell in love. Like, that was my, that was it. You know, like, now you got to listen to him different. Uh, Master P, that's a big fucking influence in, in my head. These are people you just got to listen to and just take, uh, take their words and what they say. And just, you know, listen, where we come from, morals, man. Respect. I said it earlier. I'm going to respect you as long as you respect me. Don't disrespect me or shit can go sideways. I can't take that out of me. Like, I'm sorry. No matter how much money I've had or where I've moved to, I'm still that. I'm hood. I'm ghetto. That's just what I am. But I'm a nice person. I really don't have a problem. I'm real quiet. I keep it. Yo, I'm cordial. I open the door. I hold the door for you. I help your mother if I see her. We could be beefing. And I still help your moms get the shit upstairs. I ain't tripping, bro. We going to handle our shit when we handle our shit. So respect goes a long way. You know, we mind our fucking business. I think that's something that, you know, today's youth doesn't understand. You need to mind your fucking business because until you're in a certain position, you shouldn't speak on certain things. And if you are in that position, you should know when and when not to speak. You know, you need to have, you know, uh, consciousness of the situation. You know, that that's where the big homie comes in. The fear of somebody being disappointed in you will really keep you in check. And, you know, a lot of these young men, my biggest issue with a lot of these young men. They do shit that 
uh, OG would be like, yo, okay, my little cousin, I'll give you a great example. My little cousin did this fucking weird video with a bunch of spritzers and seltzers and shit. I have two problems with that. One, you look like a fucking clown doing it because you're not getting paid. So I'm going to have an issue with that because you should know better coming from my background. Don't do shit for free. You promoted all these spritzers. Two, what the fuck are you doing and why? Like, what is the purpose of this? What is the, Im- like, cause now you're making your image this weird frat party guy for what? You want to be taken serious, then be taken serious. If you want to do skits, do skits. I mean, there's like 5 million fucking things we could have went over. But when I saw it, I just told him, take that shit down and don't do it again. We could get into why. The whys are always deep and vast. And that's what a big homie's for to kind of just guide you into where you need to be. Listen. When I went to go buy a, a fucking hair salon, I went to my barber. He's my barber. He's the first person I'm going to talk to. When I opened my furniture store, talk to my barber. When I got dropped the first time, talk to my barber. You know, I lost my grandfather at 18. After that, all I had was my barber. Like, that's my fucking OG. He knows me from dope dealing to owning my furniture store to you know, the, the fucking famous entertainment. He motherfucker treats me like shit. He never treated me any different. Like Danny's Danny. And that's why I fucking love him because there's no chance. He doesn't care how much I got. He don't care what I'm doing. He's just a good fucking dude. And he always, you know, keeps me in check when I step out of line. I have my vices, you know, we all have vices. And as men, you need another man to bounce that vice off of sometimes so they can tell you, yo, dog, chill. Maybe don't do that. You understand? Like, I love giving my boys advice because I was there for a lot of shit. I did a lot of fucking There's a lot of things I've forgotten that I wish I didn't. And that's just how my brain is working. And I realize that we live life in like chapters and and like chunks. And, you know, I want to make sure that I can guide my sons in the right direction. My daughter's going to go to high school next year. Like, I'm literally talking to putting her in the high school that I went to. I went to a trade school. Um, I'm her OG. Like, daddy's going to be there. And I hope with this show, y'all, I'm your OG. If you if you accept that, that's that's on you. You can say that type of shit. I'm okay with that. I appreciate that. I hope that I'm able to give wisdom and give knowledge and, and, and keep you in, in at least some type of semi- fucking well-rounded area in, in life where you don't feel like i'm giving you bad advice shit at, at first when i was coming up with like different names for like the hive or whatever like the group of people that listen i was gonna call y'all Xavier's kids because this is a family like I'm, I'm here to give you information and i hope that i'm giving you the right information and when i don't i'm gonna come in here and tell you i don't but you know my goal is to feed you gems and shit and I want to treat y'all like family. And, and, you know, I mean, even though kids may sound derogatory, I mean, in, in the utmost fucking respect without y'all to show any shit. Like I said, my music. OK, you can have all these plays, but if y'all don't listen, what what are we? Right. Well, look, I'm going to go play video games with my friends. My name's Sabian. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Why? For some reason, it cuts out all weird, so I got to pretend to talk. Make sure you follow, subscribe, and watch the video in the little box. It's right here, right here, in this box right here. And then click over here to subscribe. Do both. Click subscribe. If you like the video down here, there's some shit down here too. All right. That, is that it? Did I do that right?